Welcome to Healing with Ketamine. I am your host, Dr. Cassius Drake, uh, bringing to you my two-decade history of experience in the emergency room as a healer uh, and leader. Uh, I bring my passion for healing, for transformation, uh, for spiritual growth, uh, and we're here today to share some exciting insights on healing, growth, spirituality, and transformation in the way that I hope supports you and encourages you and inspires you on your own personal healing journey. Um, with me today is uh, our very special guest, uh, Craig, uh, who is with us today to share his experience um, with us and, and our process of healing. Uh, he's uh, uh, gone on his own uh, transformative journey um, with us uh, through our process of uh, ketamine treatment, uh, preparation, integration, uh, and the transformative uh, uh, paradigm of the way of the butterfly. Um, and he's here to, to share with us today um, how he got here and, uh, and his journey with us today. So, uh, morning. Welcome, Craig. Thank <laughs> well, you for being with us today. Well said. <laughs> Thanks for inviting me. Yeah, yeah it's our pleasure. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really good to, to have you here today, and uh, we're really really grateful that you mm -hmm. elected to come on today and, and to share your journey with us yes right so yes. um why don't we jump right into it and uh um, if you could just tell us a little bit about um how you found yourself at the drake center research really so i the, the broad view of, of everything is i've, I've lived a, a great life i have a great wife two great kids went to college, I have a teaching degree. Um, I've owned a couple of businesses over the last 20 years. And, um, uh, but starting in, I'd say uh, late college, I started to experience panic attacks um, and uh, a loss of interest in, in things that I would normally find pleasure in. And um, my, it was my dad one day that had said, you know, after seeing me like this for quite some time, that, you know, maybe it's depression. And I, and I said, well, that's, that's for old people. That's why I, I, I'm in college. I don't, I don't get depressed. Mm -hmm. So you do some research and you realize that anxiety and depression go hand in hand. Yeah. And, and, but, th but this wasn't anxiety. This was panic. This, th this was beyond panic. Even it was what I would call terror. It like, like these panic attacks would come on and they, they felt terrifying to me. And I became secluded, um, struggled to get through my last few years of college. And so I went, the, the normal route, which would to see a psychiatrist and I was prescribed Paxil. And I remember my friends about, oh, I don't know, six months after I started taking Paxil, they said, the Craig is back. Like, this is great. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I felt back mm -hmm. and it felt good. So it was, it, it, it was a treatment that was effective. It worked. Um, I believe that what triggered the, the episode back then was a, a major life transition between dependency on parents to finishing a degree, buying a mm -hmm. house, thinking about marriage, dating different gals and trying to figure out who's right for me. And, mm -hmm. and, and that the uncertainty of that put some wicked butterflies in my stomach. And so flash forward to today, I, I've had a couple other episodes in my life. And the most recent was about two years ago. And um, I believe I had COVID-19 and which mm -hmm. precipitated this. And I was knocked out like I for a long, long time after I had it, um, I, I, I needed naps all the time. I, I was sleeping all the time and um, 
all of the joy in my life was gone, um, which is a condition known as anhedonia. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, so I couldn't find joy in anything, um, and uh, I didn't. I didn't feel that going back to see a psychiatrist was the right thing for me. Um, I didn't want another pill with with more side effects. Um, yeah. I didn't want to go down that channel. Um, uh, maybe a, a new pill would work. Maybe it wouldn't. I don't know. But my my psychiatrist that has known me for so long. He admitted, he's like, that's the only thing I can do for you is give you a pill. That's what I'm trained mm-hmm. in. And he said, but there's this thing called ketamine. And I think you ought to look into it. Yeah. If you want something different than that, you may want to look into it. So I did. I dove, I dove in headfirst. Um, I watched the the series on Netflix um, called How to Change Your Mind. Yes, good series. And um, it talked about psychedelic treatments and ketamine being one of them. Mm-hmm. And so it seemed like at, the more I researched about ketamine, the more it was popping up and in, in, pop culture <laughs> in, in a way. Yes. And, um, what I liked about it was I'd never, I've never taken a drug before, like, you know, marijuana or whatever you want. I'd never experimented before. So it was kind of a, a I had to open my mind a little bit to accept that this was uh, different. Yeah. And that, that, that maybe I, 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 with doctor supervision, maybe I would have to break down some barriers to do it. So, mm-hmm. um, uh, so I noticed in my research that there were a couple of different types of clinics. Some were kind of like spas or um, almost like man caves or like leather couch and they plug you in an IV and they leave the room and it, it's, it's just, here's your medicine, take it. And then, and I didn't like that approach. You had a, your website, a very handheld approach, which was let's first talk to you and get to know you. Let's find out what's bugging you. Um, let's find out your history. And let's talk about it first before we do anything. And if 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 action is needed, then we can go that route. Um, but if we do take action, we're going to be in the room with you. We're going to hold your hand, and we're going to watch you, and we're going to fuse ourselves spiritually to you, so that it's a it's a three way right. cohesive process. And I love that about your clinic because I felt that if I'm going to take something that's unknown to me, it's going to be a new experience. I want people there to shepherd to shepherd this. So you wanted to make sure that yeah, you know, this is a. a an unknown and new thing and you didn't, you didn't want to go yeah you know all by yourself it was important to you that you had absolutely you know, important guidance and, and there's a little bit of fear there I, you know there, there there was so i i had to feel comfortable i didn't i didn't want a um an anonymous treatment i wanted a personalized treatment okay. so that's what i felt you could deliver and you did so fair enough can you tell us about um what was it about that you felt that traditional antidepressants hadn't accomplished for you that made you want to pursue alternative treatment? Because I found myself back in the same situation over and over. Like, mm-hmm. so each time there was a major life transition for me, I would, I, I guess, cave in or emotionally not be able to handle it. I, I've not been able to handle things well. And I, my mom makes, makes a good observation. She always tells me that, you know, my emotions are exaggerated. So, something that might not affect somebody so greatly affects me greatly. And mm-hmm. so as life has given itself to me, I have sort of retreated and had certain fears. And um, uh, I guess I'm getting off track. The original question. Oh, you're doing just fine. <laughs> you're doing just fine. So um, I, I lost my train of thought. No, so. you're fine. So you had tried antidepressants before. Oh, that's it. I'm sorry. And, yeah. uh, and, and, the benefits of those um, seem to be uh, outweighed by what ketamine. Right. Provides. So with each with each different episode in my life, 
they had a decreased effect. So that's why I thought I needed something different. And again, mm-hmm. as I get older in life, things like that, um, I I didn't want another pill with another side effect. Sure, sure. To me, side effects are an unnatural thing. It tells me that you're band-aiding one problem but creating another. And I, I just, I didn't like that. So there's a wonderful video on YouTube uh, from Yale about ketamine and about the neural, path, neural pathways in the brain and how ketamine can sort of get into those dark areas of the brain mm-hmm. and open them up again. And I, I liked that. That was a refreshing concept to me. Um, it didn't seem like a Band-Aid. It seemed like it was going to treat the core of the problem. Right. So, so you wanted to, you wanted to get more to the root of things yeah. and 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 move past uh, band-aid treatments and that yeah. and that really appealed to you. A hundred percent. Yes. Yes. Um, so and, and as you know, that is that's uh, you know how our our, our, our process uh, really works is is getting uh, trying to get to those those root issues and using yeah. the transformative powers of of ketamine and and insight and. Yeah, spiritual connection and everything that yeah. there is uh, to to shift you and move you forward. Yeah. Um, so, um, what was your experience with that? So you you did you you came and you did our process. You started with uh, you did our preparation. You had a, a few treatments. Mm-hmm. Um, what was your uh, experience of having that treatment for you? Um, I got to sit in the nicest recliner I've ever sat in in my life with a weighted blanket on me. Mm-hmm. And you um, give me just a small dosage in my right arm of, of ketamine. And um, uh, the, it, 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 after about three minutes, like, you don't really feel anything. But, but three minutes in, maybe two, mm-hmm. it feels like just this warm embrace that someone's just, just holding you. And you just, you just feel like you've sort of melted into the couch. And you feel warm. You feel welcome. You feel loved and invited. Um, and for me, I know they call ketamine a psychedelic, but when, when your eyes are closed, um, um, yes, you do see movement and it, it varies for everybody. Um, when I was severely depressed, when I first saw you, there was very little motion and very little activity, mm-hmm. but towards the end in my seventh session with you, um, by that time I saw pixelations and, um, controlled organizations of shapes and things. And, um, there was movement and, and it was, it was a journey and, um, I'm not a roller coaster guy. Uh, it never got scary. Mm-hmm. It, it, there's nothing to be afraid of with this. It's just, it's mm-hmm. at any given time I could open my eyes and, and look at you, you're in the room with me and mm-hmm. you're, so is your wife. And so there's nothing to be scared of. Um, but I, I, I made what I thought was a profound correlation. And, and that's when I was severely depressed, I didn't see a whole lot, but, but at the end in the seventh session, mm-hmm. I saw a lot. And what that told me was that as my mood improved week to week, month to month, it was directly proportionate to the colors and images I saw when I had ketamine in my system. So mm-hmm. I'm not saying that that's going to be the same for everybody, but it, it felt to me that that I had definitive proof in my sessions with you that I was improving um, uh, based on the explosiveness of, of the colors and shapes and things like that. So mm-hmm. for anybody that, that is researching this and, and is, is, is maybe doubting this or is afraid to do it, I'm the biggest scaredy cat there is. I really am. And, and I found it to be pleasant. And, okay. and, and if I ever needed it again, I would do it. So you found the environment to really support you and enable you to, to, yeah. to relax in, into the process. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of people will describe that sort of you know, imagery, uh, colors and, 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 and things of that nature. Um, and beneath that, there's always uh, there's something else that, you know, we'll, we'll try to, to reach to to see what's there. And that's, you know, how did you feel? Um, you know, in, in the session, uh, after the session, you know, emotionally, 
Um, how did that work for you? How did you find the, the so, sessions to affect you? If, if we look at antidepressants, the side effects are with you for the duration of time you're on the antidepressant. With ketamine, the side effects are with you for the duration of the treatment. And the treatment is only 30 minutes, which that, that was a really cool thing. So my side effects were beauty, color, light, a journey. And then afterwards, I, I, yes, I'm feeling a little tired. Maybe even a day after I feel a little bit tired. Mm -hmm. Nothing like a hangover or anything like that. But, but I, you get rid of your side effects during the treatment. And, and I, I, I really like that. Afterwards, you go about your life. So it lifts you out of the depression mm -hmm. almost instantaneously. No antidepressant known to man can do that. Mm -hmm. um, and each with each session, I kept getting lifted to a higher and higher place. Controlled, mm -hmm. not, not out of control, but in a, in a controlled way. It wasn't you, perfect, but you know. And you really found that the the support after the ketamine treatments was really important for you. So you yeah. you had you had the the typical mood lift that people get after uh, a ketamine injection, mm -hmm. um, and then we follow that up with with the integration. Um, when the integration, when we would take a little deeper dive into what happened and try to you know, right. find those things that could support you in your life, mm -hmm. um, and you found that very impactful for you. Can you tell us about that. One hundred percent. So that impact integration for the layperson is a therapeutic session to make sense of what you just saw. And a great example would be: I think this is my fifth, maybe my fourth or fifth session with you, where the ketamine caused me to feel a little inverted and. I lifted up my eye shade and I looked at you and I looked at your wife and she immediately came over and held my hand for the rest of the session until, mm -hmm. until the ketamine worked its way out of my system. If I'm alone in a room at a different clinic and, and I feel that way and there's nobody there to look at or, or, or speak to or, or motion to, to me, that's the greatest answer to your question is, is, you know, integration is the bond between patient and doctor. And, and what, what I felt during that moment of, little confusion, not knowing what was happening, obviously, because I have a drug in me, you know, your wife to come over and, and help me through. And then afterwards we talk about it. That's, that's the heart and soul of, of your treatment protocol. Mm -hmm. And I know that, that, that it's different elsewhere. And, and I, I found that crucial. It was absolutely crucial to me. Mm -hmm. You, you have to have somebody trained to make sense of, of what is happening in, in the patient during a session. And we, we uncovered that I have a fear issue in life. I, there's, yes. There is a fear issue. Mm -hmm. And the ketamine brought that out of my subconscious, and which is a whole other issue. The subconscious mind is being right. touched here. Right. So. Good. And, and I think um, you've you, you know, completed our, our, our series and found yourself uh, in, a, in, a, in a different place. Um, as we were discussing uh, earlier, um, it's been a bit since you've had a treatment, um, right. and, and you were saying that, uh, you felt like there were a couple of times when you've had some anxiety come back. Yeah. Um, and how are you using the, the lessons that you, you picked up through the treatments, through the integration, mm -hmm. um, to support you now? Uh, I almost look at this like a school in a way mm -hmm. you, 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 you bring people in that are not in, in their best frame of mind and you teach them coping skills first. And, uh, and, 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 and I've adopted your coping skills that when I do feel a panic attack coming on, I can take what your wife calls big belly breaths. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, or she, she said, get into a flow state and you know, what do you like to do? And I like to ride my bike. So if I hop on my bike for 30 minutes and go for a bike ride, I can get in what's called a flow state where I'm blocking mm -hmm. out 
any real negative emotion and I'm focusing on the pavement and physical things that are happening around me rather than focusing what's going on in my head. Great example. The first day I met you guys, um, your wife said, you're going to do the dishes tonight and you're only going to focus on doing the dishes. You're not going to focus mm-hmm. on anything else. And so I promised her I would do it. I went ahead and did it. And when I was doing the dishes, I felt myself drifting off into my own thoughts of this isn't going good and that's not going good and we got to change this. And then, and I'm like, uh, uh, uh. Jackie said, stay, stick to the dishes, mm-hmm. feel the soap, smell the soap, you know, take in the sensory, you know, cause she said, what's, what's happening in front of you is the only truth to the world. It's what's in front of you. So those lessons are so, so, so important that you guys taught me and your other patients, obviously, you know, so. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we, we often talked in, uh, in those integration sessions about, those things that you could pull from uh, from the ketamine experience that uh, you could stand in and it would be your support um, moving forward. Um, and then that tie in with all uh, the meditation work and, mm-hmm. and, the, and, the, and the breathing is what, you know, supports you in, in moving forward in that journey. So, um, you know, we had talked about, uh, you know, what was going on with you um right now and if you wanted to uh you know share a little bit about that i know that you um were feeling like uh and if you don't mind if i go there you were you as we would talk you were you were having some anxiety about returning back to work things like that so i am i'm going through a major life transition i I had a business um um uh moved on from the business for various reasons and i'm figuring out the rest of my life or at least the next chapter of my life and mm-hmm. for someone with my my personality it's 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 a lot of anxiety it's a lot of panic things like that so um uh it was suggested by you and i know you've been through a very mm-hmm. big transition in your life yeah yeah from managing an er and doing fabulous with it to starting your own clinic mm-hmm. and it was not the easiest road um uh and that's kind of where i'm at i mm-hmm. I, I love being able to talk about that with you that, mm-hmm. i found that very comforting that we tend to think we're the only person going through what we're going through right. we're going so, through it and we're not you know there's life throws mm-hmm. its curveballs at you so um uh it was suggested i take a year off i'm about half of a year through uh-huh. and i am trying to jump in and be mr hero and yes. and and it may be wise that i temper my enthusiasm to get back and and, and finish the protocol mm-hmm. <laughs> take a little bit more time for mm-hmm. myself um, mm-hmm. uh, and, and whatnot. So, um, yes, it's good to follow your advice. <laughs> yes. But I did, I said that on the phone when we talked yesterday that I, I, I think I'm jumping in a little too fast because my stomach is telling me that I'm jumping in a little too fast, you know? Excellent. <laughs> okay. I'm so glad to and hear you, you say taught that. me these things. <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad to hear you say that. And, yeah. that, and that, you know, that ties me into, uh, to something that I wanted to, to talk about today that hopefully this could, we can use this to support you in where you are right now. And that's, you know, we, we talk about, this paradigm of the way of the butterfly mm-hmm. um, and and uh, the way of the butterfly being the journey of a caterpillar to to a butterfly and that even though they're the same being their experiences of life are profoundly different mm-hmm. um, and the way in which that caterpillar becomes a butterfly is by entering that chrysalis uh, willingly um, and allowing itself to be contained um, within that cocoon, letting itself dissolve into nothing, and then rebuilding and emerging into something new and beautiful. And as I'm, you know, thinking about how does that apply to you right now, 
and I'm hearing the things you're saying, it's like you left the cocoon too early. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, 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 and you know, and, and then what do we do when something like that happens? So there's, you're in the midst of a process of transformation and the wings are just starting to spread. Um, but they're not fully grown. Yeah. Um, and there's this party that says, I can go fly now. And I've always been like that. Right? I've I'm ready. Like I can that. go fly now. And you leave a little too soon. Yeah. Um, and, and then you find yourself going, whoa, whoa. Right. And then what do you do? Okay. Yeah. And, and so, you know, I think you have, there's, there's a, a fork in the road here where there's an opportunity to apply the lessons and the insights that you've gained. Yeah. Um, or go back into old patterns, right? And right. so, you know, going back into the old pattern is things like, come on, I can do it. Yeah. I, I, I can do it. I can, get, I, I, can, I, can, I can do it. I can do it. And, and yet the wings aren't fully there yet. Right. And so really the answer is mercy for self, more patience for self. And, and, and those are great concepts, right? right? And so, you know, and the things I'm telling you is like, yeah, yeah. I mean, the therapists say things like this all the time. Um, what's different with the ketamine paradigm, with the way of the butterfly, is instead of this being some intellectual exercise of, okay, I'm going to find him. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do this. It's more about remembering that place that you felt when you were in the dissociative state, mm -hmm. when you were within the ketamine, that place that felt supportive, that place that felt peaceful, that place where you knew everything was going to be okay. Mm -hmm. And then the work becomes remembering that mm -hmm. and just going back to that place, using all of the tools that we've taught you to remember that. Right. And then when you get back to that place, that enables you to see everything differently. Right. right? Hence know? the therapy. That's why I think yeah. the therapy element that's, is so important. That's, that's where everything falls into place, where mm -hmm. the integration falls into place, where what you got in the ketamine falls into place. Um, and then when you find yourself, well, what should I do about this situation that I find myself in now? Which answer, which heart answer, which gut answer gives me the most peace? Yeah. You know, and there can be a battle between that voice that says, oh, go do it, go, yeah, go do it. Yeah, and, that, and, that, and sometimes you need that. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's not always wrong. But that for me right now is producing a, right. a like a, pro, a, a problem. And, yeah. and I, I remember distinctly, because I asked you, I said, you know, this is pretty rough. Like, how long mm -hmm. should I take to, my, to be my to get myself back. And you mm -hmm. said, it's probably going to take a year. You've been through it. Like mm -hmm. if anybody's qualified to tell me that it's you, mm -hmm. uh, what do I do? I let mm -hmm. the macho side get to me. I get yeah. the fiscally goal oriented side, get to me. Yes. I want to jump back in. I'm a business guy. I yeah. I'm, I'm going to go through these treatments and talking. I'm, I'm going to get back in life and right. I'm being self-defeating right now. Mm -hmm. I'm poking my wing out yeah. too early. Yeah, you know? <laughs> exactly. So, and so, and you're tied. So as you're talking this out, if you were to, you know, remember, those those ketamine experiences and remember that that emotional state is like we keep trying to achieve our way mm -hmm. right. to the emotional states 
that you just you, you just sort of experience with, with, within these social states. So right. if I'm success, if I can prove to myself that I can get back to work, I'll be at peace. Yeah, I'll be at peace with myself. Yeah, as opposed to you can just be at peace with yourself, and then go back to work in a way that's sustainable. Yeah, instead of trying to have it be a way, you know, something that you have to prove to yeah. yourself or to whoever you're trying to prove it to, that becomes not necessary. That becomes not necessary only if you have an emotional place to land. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, so exactly. if you have an emotional place to land that says, I'm okay, I'm secure, I'm okay just the way that I am, and that's real. I, you know, you know after, after your treatments, I, I trust my gut feelings more because when I got through session number seven, I felt pure, like I almost had a, a newly installed mind or, or my, my engine had been fixed, and which is just a remarkable trait of ketamine. And I, I didn't have any negative gut feelings for, I'd say, about an eight-week period. So why do I have them all of a sudden? I'm doing something that's causing me to have some gut feelings that aren't the, quite the best. Mm -hmm. And, and I, I think that's why you and I have come to the conclusion I might be pushing a little too hard out of the gate a little too soon. Mm -hmm. And so I guess what I'm saying is when you have a newly built engine and it starts to flutter a little bit, it, yeah. it's probably the well, driver that's... <laughs> it is. Well, maybe, you know, and I think, you know, part of our our, our paradigm and, our, and our, our goal in our process, I think, is to empower um, our, our patients and our clients to, to be able to reach these things on their own. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and, I would, and I would, you know, suggest to you right now, you know, so there's... There's this part of you that says, I need to go achieve, I need to go do, I need to go prove myself as a, as a man, as a husband, as a provider, as a father, that I, I have to go do that. Um, and we've talked about many times that that's an emotional need for you more than it's actually an actual real need. You, yeah. you, actually, it's actually, you actually don't have as much pressure uh, as you put on yourself. Oh, I have to put a ton. Uh, right, and so, um, <laughs> Uh, as you realize that, I think, um, and you have that place inside of you, that's like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. You know, you know, if you were to close your eyes right now and just take a breath and go, what is really my, my inner voice tell me right. about this? What is right? Yeah. If you were to do that right now, what would happen? I, my inner voice sounds a lot like my wife's voice. Uh -huh. and, <laughs> and, I, and I told her, she, she could see the last couple of days that I'm just, as things are ramping up in a new business that I'm starting, she can see that I'm, I'm starting to falter a little bit. Mm -hmm. And she said, your doctor told you to take a year off. Like, mm -hmm. you know, and so I, I, I think. Okay. So what would it take for you to say yes to that? Not so much take a year off, say yes to I'm not done healing yet. This session right here is, mm -hmm. is wonderful. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and, and, and our discussion yesterday on the phone, mm -hmm. my remembrance of you going through the same scenario and mm -hmm. realizing that you were a superhero at an ER okay. that received many awards yeah. and you had to admit to yourself that you overdid it. Yeah. I think a back surgery helped mm -hmm. convince yeah. you of that. For sure. For sure. Um, so here, the, the, the war I fight in my head is that I, uh, I believe that a man is bring home the bacon and eggs, mm -hmm. and if he's not working, he's not worthy. Mm -hmm. And for a man to fall <laughs> the way I have, 
it's hard when everything is your family. Okay. And at that place where you are right now, I don't want to provide for them. I know. And so, at that place right now, Craig, there's a moment where you can close your eyes and you can take a deep breath, and I want you to do it right now. Would you close your eyes? I want you to take a deep breath. I want you to remember sitting in our office in that chair. And remember how it felt to be at peace, to know you were okay, to have mercy for yourself, forgiveness for yourself, emotions that you felt that were real, that aren't just words from me. That's the one interesting thing about ketamine is that I've never in my life been a crier. Yeah. And since treatment one all the way through till now, instead of bottling my emotions mm -hmm. up, my emotions actually come out at appropriate times. And so each time, for our audience, I don't, I don't mind showing some vulnerability here. It, I went from holding everything in and literally punishing myself to being able to express emotions appropriately, being a little bit more okay with having some chinks in my armor. Mm -hmm. um, and I have found that by crying when it's time to cry, mm -hmm. laughing when it's time to laugh, and not bottling things up and hiding things inside my brain, I may not need any more ketamine treatments, right. but, but ketamine, ketamine tapped that area of my brain that allows me to, to, to be more appropriate. I read a wonderful mm -hmm. book throughout this process. Like I, I took your process so seriously that I went out and bought a lot of books. There's a wonderful book I recommend to everybody. It's called um, Undoing Depression. And in that book, it talks about how the brain of a depressed person can actually be considered brain damaged. Mm -hmm. Brain damage. I never thought that depression could damage my brain similar to a traumatic well, brain injury. And in, 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 I mean, I hadn't cried a, since I was 13. Damage is a strong word. Um, well, you know, it, it, is, changes, it is, it is, it, it feels changes, it's physical. It changes your chemistry, but not in ways that are, un, that are not unchangeable. That, and that's, the brain has plasticity. But this has changed. Right. That plasticity happens when you change your emotional reaction to things. Right. Just like you were looking at right now. Right. I would have never cried in this scenario with right. cameras right. running so, years so, ago. So you're, this enables you to be vulnerable and, and to, to feel. And when that door is open, okay, that's the time when we, we sit and remember, I'm okay. Right. You know, and it's the human experience. It's. <laughs> What we, you know, what I love about about this paradigm about using, you know, psychedelics is, I'm not just giving you a platitude. Mm -hmm. This is about something that you felt, right. that it's on you to choose to remember, um, and, and to stay in, right, and to, you know, as we say, this is a process, right. You know, it's a process. You do a few treatment. It's a process. It's not over in an instant. No. You still get insights, and you still have to work with them and use them. Correct. And 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 grow in strength with them, uh, and find where you're you're ready. Find where you're not ready, 
um, when you do find those places where, whoa, I really, I, I, I wasn't ready for that. And it's the times to say, well, what am I ready for? I'm ready to give myself more mercy. We don't think about it that way. No, we don't. We beat ourselves you know, up. You know, I don't have to beat myself up. And, and I can just, you know, accept and receive the, the wisdom of the ketamine, the wisdom of my wife, yeah. the, you know, the, the voices that come to us from all these different directions um, and, and hold that and have faith in it. Right. You know, and, and, and let it be true. And I think we tell uh, you know, all our patients and, and, and clients that, you know, you have these experiences. And then there's the opportunity to keep those experiences alive and, and to keep it real. One thing your wife told me, my therapist, Jackie, one thing she told me in the very beginning was that ketamine gives you what you need. Because I, right before you gave me my first dose, I, am I going to go to sleep? Is this going to make me tired? You know, I read that it's used in anesthetic procedures and hospitals, uh, you know, and she said, it gives you what you need. And mm -hmm. I, I had no clue what she meant by that. I, I get it now. I get it. it. For everybody, it's different. You could bring 10,000 people in here and they're all going to tell you a different thing about their treatments. Completely different. Some people do fall asleep in your treatments. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's probably what they need is sleep. You know, it gives you what you need. And I, I find that to be extremely profound that it affects everybody differently, but it brings people down the path they need to be on. You know, it's, 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 it's an amazing thing. I think it's the future of mental health care. I really do. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about that. Why do you think it's the future of mental health care? Because um, if I compare psychiatry and medicine and what you have to go through to find the right treatment... You become a lab rat with a with a with a um, uh, uh, a, a psychiatric uh, drug. Sometimes they don't work, and, and and that can be horrid for somebody that's that's going down this path. But with ketamine, this is the route of, I, dare I say, non-medicinal. It cleanses the mind. It gives you what you need. You get an immediate benefit from it. An immediate benefit. I I left your office every time feeling better. Okay. I don't think that, and, and it's long lasting. Yes. It's long lasting. It, and if it's done with integrative therapy like you provide, you also learn the coping mechanisms to stave off future episodes. You know, yes. like here I am in this session. I'm, I'm crying a little bit, I'm expressing emotion. I could not have done that on um, mm -hmm. a pill or, or, or whatever. The, the, the pill blankets the problem. Do they work? Yeah, they work. I, I, I don't think that, 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 they're, that they're bad. I'm not being a naysayer to, to um, pharmaceuticals for psychiatric care, but ketamine is different. Yeah. It's, it's like foundational, you know? Yeah. It's foundational to me. That's what we believe. Yeah. That's what we believe. So, so do you have, do you feel like, um, I always like to ask everybody, do you feel complete? Um, I, I do feel complete, but I also feel like I am, um, uh, being slightly self-defeating right now and not in other words the the, the 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 problems i see today with me aren't from the, your treatment or therapy it's from me still learning how to be better to myself yes and if you were to allow this to have its full benefit for you right now and give that wisdom a chance to guide you what would that wisdom say to you right now that you've connected with? I think it would say slow down, because I've, I've heard that advice from fam. I'm, you know, I'm very mm -hmm. open with my wife and my parents mm -hmm. and you, and uh -huh. um, it would say slow down a little bit. You're jumping in a little too soon, yes. too fast. Yes. Um, 
uh, obviously with when, when you feel that something isn't right and you're in tune with those feelings, yes. um, you have to listen to those feelings yes. and th those feelings are there for a reason, you know? Um, so, uh, I think that the ketamine has given me organic feelings that are to be paid attention to. Yes. Whereas if we're on pills and things like that, we may, it may blanket those feelings, mm -hmm. which is, that's so, kind of so that, interesting. So that insight that you just gave yourself from yourself. Yeah. Give yourself a break. Am I going to listen to me yeah, finally? Give a little break. Yeah. <laughs> give yourself a little break. Go a little slower. This is from you to you. Yeah. from a door of wisdom that you've opened up in this process. Yeah. And so now it's on you to say yes to that or not. Right. Right. And, and saying yes to that is saying yes to mercy for yourself. It's saying yes to being patient with yourself. It's saying yes to be more forgiving of self. And these things are, are challenging. They are. Not always the easiest thing to do, um, which is why we use this paradigm and, and this process and these medications. Um, so I hope that... Um, you have, uh, uh, you've certainly taken this uh, to its full benefit. Um, and uh, I really, really appreciate you coming on today. I appreciate um, you. <laughs> and, and, and sharing this and, yeah. and, and being so open um, and, and being willing to even, you know, do a little processing here on yeah. camera and release a little of emotion because I, I know that that's uh, helpful for you and will be helpful for the people who are watching this. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I would be remiss by not saying that suicide has affected our family. We had a, we lost a friend to suicide mm -hmm. years back, and I know it's it's it's, it's affected you as well. Mm -hmm. After feeling the way I felt and knowing that there's so many others that feel that same way, knowing how easy it was to just go on the internet, read some articles about ketamine, look at the mm -hmm. Yale study on on YouTube, watch videos like this on YouTube, mm -hmm. and then come come to see you and, and Jackie, or just you're you're literally. An intake session and um, uh, a ketamine treatment away from starting to elevate out of that, and and we we, ha we have to save lives with this, and we will save lives with this because someone who is in a suicidal state of mind is suffering from terrible cognitive distortions. They've got a lens on, and that lens is tinting everything dark, mm -hmm. and ketamine will lift them right out of that. And and that that I, I know it did it for me. <laughs> I did it for me, and I didn't think anything could. You know. Thank you. So we. This, this is a lifesaver. These these videos are more important than you think. Thank you, my friend. Yeah. I really appreciate <laughs> you coming on and sharing that. You know, I agree with that wholeheartedly. It's, yeah. The struggles that we've gone through in, in our family and, yeah. and loss, and, and we know that this is a, a treatment that saves lives and a paradigm that transforms and saves lives. Um, so thank you for coming on today. Thank you, our audience, for, for showing up and listening uh, to our podcast today. I hope that it's been an informative and powerful and inspiring uh, uh, journey for you as it's been for us. I uh, look forward to seeing you on our next episode as we continue to discuss healing, transformation, personal growth, and everything that it takes to become a whole, happy, and well human being. Thank you, and we'll see you next time.